Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Hey everyone, I'm so excited that you are joining me again on the Life Edit Podcast with Tabitha Perry. I am here with my very good friend, Alice Smith. Funny story, Alice and I met this past July, so it hasn't been very long, I guess July of 2021, and we hit it off as fast friends. And the reason that I love her so much is we met at a conference, abundance conference in Dallas, Texas, and we both traveled out there to um, learn about our business and ourselves and God, and she traveled out there by herself, y'all. Like she didn't know anyone, and she just... I just love that about her. And so when I introduced myself and we met, I was like, this girl is amazing. And then to find out that we have so many uh, similarities outside of being bold and going to things that we don't know anyone at, um, I wanted to bring her on and share her wisdom and experience. So Alice, oh my goodness, thank you for coming and being on the Life Edit podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Okay. So when I was going to try to um, talk about you, I was like, what are all the acronyms after her name? So you've got an MS, an RD, an LDN, a CHC. You worked hard for these. I want you to be acknowledged for them. So what, what are they? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. I know it sounds like a mouthful MS, my master's in science in nutrition. So I have my undergrad and my master's in nutrition. And then RD is my credential to be a registered dietitian. That's actually a national board. And then LDN is my state licensure. And then I'm also a certified health coach. Amazing. Oh my goodness. Um, Okay. What was like one small edit you had to do in your life in order to like get all those done? I know you're type three on the Enneagram. You're the achiever, but what was like one thing that maybe helped you accomplish all those things? Oh, that's such a good question. Definitely discipline, definitely Mm -hmm. discipline. And then also learning how to study. So that, you know, in college and after college, really trying to just figure out how I work best. I would take notes and read them on the treadmill or the exercise bike and flashcards were huge. So really just learning how I'm very visual. So how to really write things out, write things out in different colors, write (laughs) things out and read it while I'm walking or listen to it and writing it out. So I would say just being visual, uh, really Mm -hmm. helped me, you know, achieve achieve those. I don't even know what they are. Those letters. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay. Y'all take note, go buy different colored pens and write out your notes. And then you're going to be super smart and achieve all of those certifications. Like (laughs) totally. I love it. Well, today we're going to dig in into five small edits to cleaner health in 2022. And Alice, I'm super excited to dig into these things because the cool thing about this podcast is that we're all about like mindset stuff, but like also practical ways. And so would you mind sharing with us what those five things are? So that way um, we could all have cleaner health. Cause I know that's the desire of most people. 
Yes, for sure. I love this topic. And I do want to make sure everyone just remembers to start small and be realistic. You know, Mm -hmm. instead of saying, I want to lose 50 pounds, let's start with five, or I want to drink all of this water. Let's start with a little bit. So really, what can we add into our life instead of thinking, what can we take away? Mm. Really changing that mindset. But my top five things, which we can chat about each of these, you might not you might could have guessed a few of them, but hydrate is number one. Real whole foods is number two, cutting back on sugar and artificial sweeteners, which not everyone thinks about and then vegetables. And then number five is a non-nutrition one. It's actually sleep and the importance that it has and the impact on your overall health and your weight. I love that. Oh my goodness. Okay. So let's dig into number one. How can we do that? So hydration is so important drinking more water it's easy to incorporate well it's easier said than done but you know water is something that we all have available to us and a lot of times we think that we're hungry and we're actually thirsty so Mm. really increasing your water a lot of times mild dehydration can cause headaches digestive problems sleep problems it can cause problems with your thinking brain fog skin issues So really thinking about water and how huge of a role it plays in your health is super, super important. And it's also going to help with your weight management, with your weight control, and really just having water with you at all times. Our ultimate goal is half your body weight in ounces of water every day. So if you weigh 200 pounds, it's 100 ounces of water, which seems like a lot. So again, start small. Start small is my (laughs) key takeaway because I don't want you to go from no water to 100 ounces. I want you to know where you are now, where you need to be and how you're going to get there. And if that's buying a pretty new water bottle to have that you like looking at, always having water with you. If you're out running errands, if you're shopping, if you're sitting at your desk, no matter where you are having that water with you and just having that as a habit is going to be a huge game changer in your overall health and wellness. I love that. And what I found, I don't know about you, well, you're in North Carolina, but living in Minnesota in the winter, it's so much harder to drink water. Like in the summer, it's a lot easier. Um, So what is like a creative way in the winter someone could, you know, drink more water? Yes, that's such a good point. Same for me. It doesn't get quite as cold here, but it is harder to drink water when it is cooler outside. So I like to start my day with warm lemon water. So just heating Mm. up your water, adding a splash of lemon juice or um, just a wedge of lemon to that, even doing hot tea. So if you do a clean herbal tea that doesn't have added sugar or natural flavors in there, that's another good way to get in your water in a little, little different form. Ooh, I like that. Okay. And then on a note on natural flavors, I was so unaware of what natural flavors were until I listened to your podcast. So listeners definitely check out Alice approved her podcast because she has one on natural flavors and it blew my mind. So that's awesome. I love that. Okay. Yay. Let's hop into number two. What was the the second thing that like small edit that we can do for cleaner health in 2022? Yes. Focusing on real whole foods. So I know it's a buzzword of clean eating, real food, whole foods, and it can seem really overwhelming, but really just breaking it down to think about how many ingredients are in the foods that you're eating on a regular basis. So I'm not talking about the cupcake at a birthday party or a Christmas celebration or a new year's Eve party. I'm talking about what is in your cabinet, what is in your fridge on a daily basis, what is on your grocery list every week. And how can we go from something that's heavily processed with a lot of ingredients, additives, preservatives, natural flavors, sugar, artificial sweeteners, 
to something that has fewer ingredients, real whole foods. So really the rule of thumb is five ingredients or less, but what are those ingredients? So how can we pronounce them? Where do they come from? And how can we make just a simple swap every week against I don't want you to throw everything out of your fridge in your cabinet, have nothing to eat, go to the store, buy a bunch of veggies and fruits, and then they go bad. And then you're discouraged and you just Mm. spend a lot of money and time. So what is one thing each week you can make a tweak from a processed food to a real food? So instead of veggie chips, can we do some veggies and hummus instead of a lean cuisine type meal, you know, something with a lot of preservatives in it, can we swap to just doing salmon, rice, and veggies, or salmon, quinoa, veggies, how can we swap from maybe a fruit, something the kids do, fruit roll-up, fruit granola bar, to just fruit and nuts, so how can we make just a small swap that takes us away from a lot of ingredients in a processed food to a real whole food with fewer ingredients? Oh, that's good, I love how you just kind of simplified it, like real whole foods is just having like less ingredients. A lot of times we may be overcomplicate about what that is, but really it's just, if it has a lot of ingredients you can't pronounce and like, it's just a whole book, reconsider it an alternative. So good. I love it. Okay. So what's the third edit that we should make? The third edit is cutting back on sugar and artificial sweeteners. So we all know sugar is bad but we don't always think about where sugar is hiding. So a lot of times I work with people and they say, well, I don't drink soda and I don't eat dessert. I don't have a high intake of sugar and sugar is detrimental to our health. It's addictive. It is not good for us, not good for our brain, our heart, our bones, anything. And it is found in places that you would not believe. So even if you're not doing soda or cupcakes every day, it's in your yogurt. It's in your pasta sauce. It's in your salsa. It's in your barbecue sauce. It's everywhere. It's in your bread. So it really, really adds up. And then I don't want you transitioning from that to sugar-free. We, a lot of times see sugar-free on the label and think that's safe, but that has artificial sweeteners, usually sugar alcohols in there. And they are just as sweet, if not sweeter than sugar. And they are detrimental to your health too, causing digestive issues and all kinds of problems. So don't let sugar-free be a safe term that usually raise should raise an eyebrow for you. Be like, okay, what is in that? And that's going to be, again, just flipping over that container box package. If that's something that's in your cabinet right now and just looking and saying, okay, can I make a swap from this? So really thinking about how you can cut back on sugar in your diet, but also ways to fight sugar, eating healthy fats, like your nuts, seeds, olive oil, avocado, coconut products, enough protein from your meat, your beans, your seeds, your eggs, and then staying really hydrated. So staying hydrated is also going to help you really fight that, those sugar cravings and really see Mm. where they are in your diet and how can we switch and have more real whole fruits. Fruits are a great source of natural sugar. So seeing how, again, everything kind of, it kind of stacks onto each other. I didn't even mean for it to, it just does. When you drink more water, when you eat more real whole foods, you're naturally going to have less sugar and then foods are going to Real whole foods are going to be sweeter, having more fruit in your diet. So it all will work together if you just make small, small tweaks. Mm, that's so good. That's so good. Man, sugar, especially around the holidays, right? We're recording this um, right after Christmas, right before New Year's. And just like there is just sugar everywhere. And it makes me feel so happy, but then it makes me feel sad. So I have like this, you know, unhealthy relationship. It's like a bad boyfriend, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I really love you, but I really don't like you either. You're not exactly. good for me. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. It is, it's hard and it, it is hard. And I just want everybody to know that it is addictive and it's not a lack of willpower. It really is hitting the receptors in your brain where drugs and alcohol do and making sugar addictive. So just these small tweaks of how to get it out of the house, how to hydrate more, how to have these healthy fats, different things like that are going to really, really help when it comes to breaking that sugar addiction and incorporating more real whole foods. That is awesome. I love that. Um, okay. What is the fourth small edit? Fourth small edit vegetables. So I'm a huge fan of vegetables. Vegetables are so important. And just remembering the more colorful, the more nutritious. So just taking a glance at your plate at lunch, at your plate at dinner in your fridge and just saying, okay, is everything bland? Is it chicken, potatoes, and um, rice? You know, what is, what, what does your plate look like? How can we add, how can we add something orange, something yellow, something purple? Mm. Can we do more carrots, sweet potatoes, bell peppers, eggplant? So really focusing on more vegetables in your meals and your snacks. Can you saute veggies with your eggs? Can you do veggies and hummus at a snack? Can you have a big salad at lunch? And can you saute some veggies for dinner. So really thinking about how many vegetables you're eating now, how we can add more, and then how we can really add more color. Oh, I love that. Just the simplifying it down to like the veggies of, okay, make it colorful. And, and we hear about that, but just trying new vegetables, encouraging your kids to try new things, adding that in is going to make your health cleaner. So good. Okay. So what's the fifth and final small edit we can do? So the fifth is not nutrition related, but it's so important. And that is sleep. So really mm. focusing on sleep, good quality sleep and really enough sleep. So I know this is important to you. And I know you work with people on this and we don't always yeah. realize how the correlation sleep has with our overall health and our weight management and our mind. So really it's enough sleep is going to help your blood sugar, blood sugar control, your weight is going to help with your thinking. It really is going to help with your stress, with so many things that we don't always think about. And I always ask my clients about their sleep quality and their sleep amount. And they're like, why does that matter? But you're, it's really, really important just for your natural healing process of your body and just to rejuvenate. And it really does help with, with blood sugar balance, with weight, with your overall nutrition also. So they really go hand in hand, but it's something a lot of times when we're busy, a lot of times we think we don't have enough time to sleep, but you really don't have time not to. It's that important. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I feel like when you get enough sleep, it just sets you up for success. And like, why wouldn't we want to do things that are going to help us in the long run? Now, granted, not every night it's going to be perfect and that is okay. But to really allow yourself to say yes to things that allow you to sleep and no to things that prevent you from sleeping is yes. so good. And I like the, the questions that you had of how long and like, um, what was it like? How well do you sleep? Yeah. Your quality of sleep and setting yourself up for success. Just like you're saying every night's not going to be great, but if we make this bedtime a priority, if we get rid of the, the blue light 30 minutes before bed, if we're not on our phone, if we don't have the TV on, if we've got the iPad out of the room, you know, because it's a lot of times people are like, well, I went to the bed, but I couldn't go to sleep. So I just got on my phone. Well, instead of having that phone in the room or the TV on, how can we set ourselves up for success to make it a habit? Because it is difficult, but really those small, small steps and small things, small changes you can make 
in your lifestyle will really help. And then it'll become, it'll just become a habit. Oh, that's so good. And these things are like obvious, right? Like we probably all know these things, but sometimes it's like the 99th time that you hear it and it finally clicks and you're finally like, oh, all right, I do need to make this change. So whether this is the first time you're hearing this or the 99th time or the 50th time, like just let it settle into your brain and allow it to encourage you, right? Like get curious about all of these different elements in your life. So I'm just going to kind of do a quick summary of them. So the first small edit is staying hydrated and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, Alice. The second is uh, added more real whole foods. The third small edit to do for cleaner health in 2022 is cutting back sugar. The fourth is adding veggies. And the fifth is getting a good amount of sleep and good quality sleep. So these are all just really small things that we can do to not improve like just our physical health, but our mental health, our spiritual health, like all of it. And I just want to put like a little plug into for the sleep Um, as a mom of a five and seven year old sleep is like something that I really like we go have them go to bed at a certain time. They take rest times like I'm adamant about it for them. We I need to be just as adamant about it for myself, too. Right. And so sleep is just so important. And so that will recharge your batteries. Oh, this was so helpful, Alice. Thank you so much for your time. Okay. So I want to end um, our time together. Would you mind sharing with me your one favorite small edit that you do in your life that makes it successful? Oh goodness. That's a good one. I think swapping processed food for real food has been the biggest game changer in my health because I was caught up in the, the craze of, you know, the fat free, the sugar free. And I was always looking at a nutrition label for how many calories and fat grams were in there. And I never looked at the ingredients. So that was a huge game changer in my overall health was really switching to whole foods and looking at the ingredients and seeing what is in what I'm eating because food companies and manufacturers, they can make anything look really good on the front of the package. But when you turn it over, I, I didn't, I didn't know to look at the ingredients. I just looked at the nutrition facts and if it was low fat, low calorie, it was for me, but that's not necessarily means it's healthy. So I think switching to real whole foods has been a game changer for me. Uh, such a great small edit that you've done that you have been able to encourage other people to do too. So you're living it out. And when I was in Dallas, I remember like going to meals with you and you did, you like always chose really healthy options. So you are living out what you teach. So Alice, thank you so much for your time today and listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the life edit podcast with Tabitha Perry tune in next week, um, for other edits that you can make in your life. So you live up to your God fulfilled potential. Bye.